0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and Weird Geeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tesla. We Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced, and no infringement is intended. <laughs>
1: Geeks! 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 (laughs) Hello,
0: welcome back to the We and Geeks Horror Show. Every single Friday, we take you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. Right now, we're dealing with all of the I Know What Urban Legend You Did Last Summer movies. I honestly, sorry, my head is preoccupied with every episode we do what if it's the first episode it's like the jump on episode for someone it's the first one they choose to listen to and that's the hot garbage they have to like (laughs) (laughs) all right what are we doing yes uh urban legends final cut i'm your host al white and joining me throughout all of these alexander chard hello it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me (laughs) christina masterson
1: hi everybody is it a pleasure to be here it is not is that- a pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> well, you're here anyway.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I, it is a pleasure.
0: Released in the year 2000, guys. Whew, I remember that. What Y2K. You- Everything was going to die. Mm-hmm. We talked about the year 2000, as we'll get to later, because we covered that on Scream 3. But oh. I remember I remember New Year's Eve in the year 2000. But what you know what's weird is I don't remember what I did. I remember what a friend of mine did, and I wasn't there for that. I remember New Year's Eve going
2: into the year 2000. It was the first time I got drunk. I was fourteen. Are you kidding me? Yep. But it was but it was supervised. We were in Bali celebrating my mum's fiftieth birthday. I think it was fiftieth at that time. She let me drink a few beers throughout the course of the evening, and Close by the end Alex's of the evening, mom. when we got back to our villa, she came into my room and said, "I uh, I was cracking up laughing," and she said, "I was trying to climb the walls like Spider Man." <laughs> And then she put me to bed and I think I hit my head on the uh, bed frame and then woke up a few hours later with a nosebleed.
0: Also just like Spider-Man. So very prophetic. Yeah. So I am Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> Excellent. Christina, do you remember your year 2000 or was it just a blur?
1: Per usual, it was just a blur.
0: <laughs> Christina remembers nothing prior to the year, what is it, 2008, was it?
1: Maybe last year.
0: Maybe, maybe last year. Even. <laughs> Excellent. This movie gets a 4.2 out of 10, guys on the imdb we're sloping down there into the doldrums oh boy but before we get to things if you're new to us hello welcome i'm sorry please head on out to weirdgeeks.com weirdgeeks.com where you can patch on out to all of our social medias you can listen to all of our previous podcasts by going through that onto the itunes please do rate and subscribe us because we don't do any patrons we're not gonna do any banner ads and guess what guys we're not gonna try and sell you any persian rugs or kitty litter no well used or new uh both hmm. I mean, I could go for some fresh kitty litter, just not that usable shit. Yeah. Does your cat poop in the
2: house? It's kitty litter boxes in the garage. In
0: the garage, that's good. That's the appropriate place. Yeah. That's nice. There's nothing like when you go to a house and there's just like litter boxes everywhere and you could smell it. Well,
2: the previous like tenants it. that lived in our place, I think they had their litter box in the living room. So it required a lot of cleaning and like deep cleaning of the carpet before we could get that like smell that. out.
0: Disgusting. Ugh, like when have it, disgusting. What about when people have it in the kitchen and you got the food and the, and the <laughs> you know, post food both in the kitchen where you're eating your food? I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it one bit.
2: Yeah, I don't know how that's acceptable. Like,
0: you wouldn't, <laughs> there you, should be laws about this kind of thing.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't let a human take a shit in your kitchen. <laughs> oh, hey, Al, sorry. Uh, I'm just going to use the toilet before I make you dinner.
0: I let's just keep eating guys. Christina is shocked. <laughs> She's, She's a-, a sleepy today, so we can get away whatever we want. <laughs> <Yeah. enjoy this laughs> or, <week's
1: episode>.
2: <laughs> or Christina is a firm believer in the toilet kitchen combo.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just It's like
0: you guys are describing my life. <laughs> <laughs> Also, weirdgeeks.com, you can do the stuff that we already said you can do the things with, but also other things uh, to do with our... <laughs> fuck it, who cares? <laughs> At the end of the show, we'll tell you how you can support us by, uh, you know, listening to our music and watching our films and, you know, sort of being nice to us on social medias. But until then, the year 2000, guys, we already, we already explained. It's a blur to Christina. I remember other people's memories better than my own. Alex, drunk and climbing the walls, literally. So... <laughs> what movies were coming out as all three of those things were happening i like to think at the exact same moment okay alex you here got the we go top 10
2: box office <clears throat> i do coming in at number 10 a film that i actually really enjoyed but i haven't seen in a long time starring harrison ford and michelle pfeiffer the thriller what lies beneath wait
0: i fucking love this movie
2: that's that film right <laughs> i just suddenly yeah. second guess myself yeah yeah it's a great film
0: no i really love it and uh, we talked about it quite a lot but that film was made in the middle of shooting Castaway because they wanted to keep everybody. Yes. While Tom Hanks lost weight. So, and the only way to do that was to make another film to keep everyone on board. Loved it.
2: Jeez. Coming into number nine, the start of a mega franchise, The X Men.
0: Ooh, the beginning of the end for the <laughs> yeah. comic book revolution.
2: Oh boy. Oh boy. Coming into number eight, George Clooney film, The Perfect Perfect Storm.
0: Oh yeah! Remember when That's all it took to have like a huge blockbuster. a Few mm-hmm. guys in a boat, yeah, <laughs> in a big wave, it it a big wave. Sounds
1: horrible.
0: It's true story, Christina. True story.
2: Coming in at number seven. I really enjoy this film, although I watched it not too long ago, and it looks very dated now. It's
0: nineteen <laughs> I really years enjoyed old. this film, although I watched it recently, and it sucks.
2: <laughs> Meet the parents. Mmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, our, our love's a comedy.
1: <laughs>
0: I hate all humor at all times.
2: Coming to number six, the Jim Carrey film, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That so
1: was you know, number six. So you
0: know how I feel about this movie. That was number six.
2: Yeah, we've got some uh, pretty low numbers here in 2000.
0: <laughs> I thought nice. you say, yeah, we got some pretty low brow <laughs> entries here. <laughs> Coming in at
2: number five, Dinosaur.
0: Oh, wow. That was like Disney's first fully CGI, like not Pixar, because it was pre-buying Pixar, wasn't it, in 2000? Mm-hmm. It was yeah. their first fully CGI animated movie dinosaur realistic they say and yet there are no photos of dinosaurs to take <laughs> take wow. any notes from Excellent
2: impossible to prove. point <laughs> coming to number four what women want i think this is with mel gibson and helen hunt before mel gibson just before mel gibson went gibson off the rails <laughs> is he back on the rails kind of i guess
0: he just did that film what was it called that's just out now fuck Who cares? I mean, I feel
2: like he's definitely making films again and he's starring in films, but I still feel like he's kind of on the fringes of Hollywood.
0: The memes remember. Mm.
2: Yeah. Coming to number three, you just mentioned this film, Al, Castaway.
0: Mm -hmm. Love it. I love Castaway.
2: Genuinely. Thomas Hanks. (laughs) Star of that film. (laughs) Coming to number two, the Ridley Scott film starring Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix, Gladiator. Mm.
0: The Oscar winner that year, wasn't it? Best picture.
2: Yeah, it's Ridley Scott, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it is definitely.
1: Yes, it is.
2: This was peak Crow, some might say.
0: I'm still, I'm still hurting because he won the Oscar that year for that. Whereas in the same year, he played a like 50 plus year old, fat, you know, nerdy uh, scientist in The Insider, alongside Al Pacino. Mm. And he's much, he's transformative in The Insider. And I can't believe he won the Oscar for Gladiator for looking handsome and shouting things. (laughs) rather than for really doing a transformative acting role. Still hurts. Nearly 20 years later. Who would have thought it? hurts him. You know when you feel something one year and you're like, oh, this is painful, it'll probably go away. It doesn't, kids. It Mm. stays there and just more layers get added to it over the decades until you're a broken shell of a person. You heard it here, kids. What's (laughs) the number? For more inspirational (laughs) talks, stay tuned.
2: At number one, bringing in a measly... 546 million worldwide. Measly. Any guesses? Maybe you remember from previous podcasts because I feel like we've done this list.
0: Are we talking live
2: action? Live action. Intriguing. We're talking franchise. We're talking the second film in a franchise. What? A oh, franchise that is still going. Yeah. And in fact- well, then
0: it would be one of Christina's favorite movies, wouldn't it?
1: What? Would oh, it not? No. What do you huh it's
2: no, not <laughs> oh
0: damn it are we, you talking know.
2: about attack of the clones <laughs>
0: i was indeed talking about attack of the clones <laughs> <laughs> no it's mission impossible 2 oh might be one of christina's favorite films i don't know Do you like no
1: that? no no it's a
0: john woo one <laughs> um i genuinely like all of the mission impossibles to be fair uh the two the second one is is the worst
1: i don't really know i don't know if i've really i don't know
0: you've seen the new one haven't you fallout that came out last year
1: have i What is it about? I don't know.
0: Again, you don't remember (laughs) last year. (laughs) You fucking Do you remember last week when we saw Urban Legend?
1: A little bit, yeah. It's It's faded.
0: It's lucky we're documenting these in podcast form. I recommend Mm. from now on anything you watch, we document it. So you you can be reassured you had that experience.
1: Thank goodness, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Alex. That was illuminating. Yeah. Christina, (laughs) I believe you have some of the horror films, one of which I can already state. Must have featured at number 10 on your list. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: let's see. We have American Psycho. Great film. Great film. We have Book of Shadows, Blair Witch not, 2.
0: Not a great film. Oh, wow. Oh, we're waiting for one more Blair Witch film, and then me and Alex will definitely tackle that series. Oh, yeah. Once there's four of them. Can't wait. And let's You know just what, say- there technically are four of them, Alex. I just realized, as I said that sentence, because you have the curse of the Blair Witch, which came out prior to the Blair Witch Project, and was like their lead into it.
2: Interesting. Does that count? Does it count? Yeah,
0: absolutely counts. It's a it's a fictional movie just done with interviews of the people who are meant to die in a Witch project, and they did it to like as marketing essentially. But they said it was a real documentary. All right, let's do it. We're in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Cherry Falls.
0: We will be getting to this movie when we tidy up all of our '90s era slasher movies. This was a big oh, budget one. We Brittany will. Brittany Murphy. We will. Us guys.
1: Oh. oh, I yeah, like, like Brittany she's all Murphy.
0: A couple of weeks ago, she couldn't believe we were extending I Know What he Did last summer into the urban <laughs> legend movies. Now she's all excited about Jerry Falls.
1: Well, I like Brittany Murphy. So, uh, you know, we have uh, Cut.
0: Cut is oh. another one we'll be getting to. Now. It's an Australian movie with Molly Ringwald from the, yep. from, uh, the old 16 Candles. I no, like sorry, Molly Breakfast Ringwald.
1: Yeah, and is, it, uh, is it old Molly or new Molly?
0: It's mid Molly. It's, it's, okay. two, it's 2000.
2: I remember uh, when this came out, it was like a big deal. In Australia, because it was like, "Whoa, we got Molly Ringwald in this film, and Kylie Minogue yeah, like also the, has a cameo." In
0: it. Yeah, kind of. It's like the scream of us for Australia is how they pitched oh. it, anyway.
1: And next, we have Final Destination.
0: <laughs> well, I'm definitely getting to those. We keep putting them off, but we're going to get there soon. I like all these movies; they're fun.
1: We're not watching that, are You're we? You're
0: not watching them. Don't worry. Me and Katie are watching them, and someone else who <laughs> I don't know yet.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, then we have Ginger Snaps.
0: Uh, yeah, it's a good. It's a good werewolf movie.
1: Mm. Hellraiser Inferno We've
0: already covered it You can go and listen to a Hellraiser series Me, Justin and Katie got through those Very proud And also there's a connection to this movie As we'll get to in a little bit
1: oh. Hollow Man
0: Kevin Bacon oh. Invisible And looking at naked ladies Yeah Typical <laughs> Kevin
1: <laughs> <sighs> Jew on 1 and 2 How did you
0: you said that in a borderline offensive manner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know what this is. It's like <laughs> Ju-on. It's JU JU it's like dash Honuk-
0: Hanukkah episode. O-N. Of, like Power ju-on. or something. <laughs> JUAN. A Juon. Yeah, no, it is. It's the original Grudge movies uh, back oh, when they were in, in, in Japan. How do you
1: pronounce it? Chuan.
0: No, you're probably right. I have absolutely no idea. I'm not Japanese. Tanro. <laughs> Where are you, buddy? (laughs) Hello, Al. There he
1: is. (laughs) Next, we have Leprechaun in the Hood.
0: I mean, (laughs) we will be covering these, won't we? Yeah, we will at some point, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) We might only do half hour long episodes for those ones, but we'll get Wait, we? No, when I say we, it's the collective (laughs) we, Christina. (laughs) Our group of incredible voices.
1: Next, we have Hitch Black.
0: Great movie. Love it. I would love. Oh, they're too, Are they horror? Pitch Black is horror. And then Pitch the rest so- get into just pure sci-fi, don't they? Uh, <clears throat> this is the whole Riddick Chronicles, right? I like the Riddick Chronicles. Yeah. Oh, Christina's yawning.
1: Next, we have, <laughs> you know, something that we're all familiar with here is uh, scream, 3.
0: Oh, uh, scream 3. Oh, yep. Scream 3. Scream mm, 3. You can listen to 3. Our Feelings by that. Go onto the iTunes, type in We Geeks, type in Scream, listen attentively.
1: Next is uh, a <laughs> shriek if you know what I did last Friday the 13th. Yep.
0: One of them satire movies.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. Makes sense. Next we have a uh, what uh next and last is What Lies Beneath. <laughs>
0: did you just break what happened? What Lies Beneath we just talked about it. There you go. Got into the top 10.
1: Yep, that's Good it guys.
0: Good little learner. Well, thank you very much, Christina. I am happy to see that we are still in a- age of slasher movies going on there all over the place, and it is fitting then that Urban Legends Final Cut comes into that again. Four point two out of ten, directed by John Ottman. Now, do you guys know his name? Oh, I am familiar with the name John. <laughs> it's my brother's name. <laughs> the, the, yep, that's who he's named after. So, John Ottman. Again, I mentioned last week I used to listen to quite a lot of horror uh, scores. In my teen years and early 20s because i was a <laughs> weirdo and still am just a bit more selective in how i express my weirdness uh john ottman was a great and still is a great uh composer he did the usual suspects uh, yeah, he did it. the cable guy h20 halloween 7 lake placid eight-legged freaks x-men 2 house of wax kiss kiss bang bang superman returns the invasion the nice guys bohemian rhapsody and he does the gifted tv show this guy Big composer. This is the only time he's ever directed a feature film.
1: Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, wow. What exactly.
0: was he thinking? Here he is. Wow. Uh, written by Paul Harris-Boardman and Scott Derrickson. Now, do you know these names?
2: I used to know Scott in school. Actually, no. Yep. I'm still friends Named with Scott. Him.
0: <laughs> these are all big names, guys. Paul Harris-Boardman, Scott Derrickson. Okay, so for, so for starters, they wrote uh, The Exorcism uh, of Emily Rose. Uh, they would write them together. Scott would then direct them. They also wrote Hellraiser Inferno that we just talked about, um, and then Scott directed it. Scott would then go on to direct The Day the Earth Stood Still, that terrible remake with Keanu Reeves. He directed Sinister, Deliver Us From Evil, and Doctor Strange for the MCU. Wow. And he was one of the writers for this film. These are big people involved with this movie. DP'd with Brian Pearson, who did uh, The Butterfly Effect 2, White Noise 2, My Bloody Valentine remake, which we've already covered, Drive Angry, Final Destination 5, and Insidious Chapter 3, and then music by, of course, John Ottman, who also (laughs) edited this as well. Starring Jennifer Morrison as Amy Mayfield. This lady you might know from Stir of Echoes. She was in a few episodes of Dawson's Creek. She was in a lot of house. A whole bunch of, well, a little bit, actually, of How I Met Your Mother. Assassination Nation, and a lot of Once Upon a Time, that TV show. Matthew Davis as Travis Stark and Trevor Stark. Spoilers. Uh, he was in Pearl Harbor, Legally Blonde, Blue Crush, Blood Rain, that Uwe Boll video game movie, S. Darko, the sequel to Donnie Darko, and, makes sense, a whole bunch of The Vampire Diaries. Uh, Hart
1: Bockner. Oh, yeah, that's where I recognized him from.
0: From The Vampire Diaries? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. perfect. I love that that you remember. Uh, Hart Bochner as Professor Solomon. He was actually had a little part in Die Hard. Um, horror fans will know him from Terror Train, which is a classic slasher movie with, Jen, uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, that's what I thought. We have reprising her role as Reese Loretta Devine, everybody's yeah! favorite renter cop
1: Yes, I love you, Reese.
0: I do not enjoy you, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Lawrence as Graham Manning, who was in Blossom. Do you remember that?
1: That's right. Oh yes, I, I do. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> Melissa and Joey, where Joey he played presumably Joey. Hey Joey. I don't. I don't know these things. I'm afraid. Anson Mount. What a name, Mr. Mount. <laughs> as Toby, <laughs> he was actually in uh, the Boiler Room, which is a cool film. He's in Line of Fire. He's in that terrible, thankfully canceled Marvel show, Inhumans. And he's in a lot of Star Trek Discovery. But what I'm most interested in is his upcoming movie, Midnight Climax.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Sexy. And, of course, Eva Mendez as Vanessa Valdion. You'll know her from Children of the Corn 5, Mortal Kombat, Conquest, Training Day, Too Fast, Too Furious, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, Hitch, Ghost Rider, The Spirit, Fast Five, The Place Behind the Pines. And guys, I didn't realize this, but Eva Mendes hasn't worked since Lost River uh, a whole bunch of years ago, that uh, Ryan Gosling directed movie. You know why?
2: Why? Her and Gosling shacked up and have had a bunch of kids. Oh, really? So she mm-hmm. just, she retired You
1: from didn't her. know that? Oh, come on.
2: Yeah. Come you, on. You
0: don't Shame know anything It'll about Ryan
2: Gosling's
1: rags. life. Hello?
0: Eva Mendes- so attractive that when i watched this film with katie she turned to me at the end and just said it's just a miracle that that someone's just not having sex with eva mendez the entire all day long just the entire time (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) she gets anything done (laughs) because she's just too attractive (laughs) this movie budgeted at 14 million dollars box office 39 million dollars worldwide so decent but not great 14 Mm. million though guys that's the same amount as we had last week i believe um That's a a good amount. So we got a new studio here, not the same as last time. Uh, John Ottman took this as his first and only feature directing role. He was looking for a wacky tone for the film, something more tongue-in-cheek than the original.
1: Oh, very much so. That makes sense. (laughs) We're going to get to it.
2: Uh, What's the deal with horror tongue-in-cheek wacky sequels? (laughs)
0: wacky wacky well
1: but i I'm don't gonna- understand why if if that's what they want to make then why does it have to be a sequel why can't it just be uh, its own standalone movie
0: well and also why does it have to be because it, it, this is a weird thing when i read that i was like oh that makes sense but i was like but also not because i'm gonna argue too much that this movie takes itself too seriously yeah <laughs> like
1: yeah it, <laughs> it's absolutely very, yeah
0: <laughs> very poe-faced anson mount <laughs> auditioned for travis and trevor stark but was then transferred over to audition for Toby. Eva Mendes's role was originally much, much smaller in the script, but the director liked her and the character so much that he expanded it. Because he also... <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> she was uh, a lesbian in this movie as a nod to the first film where Reese was meant to be a lesbian. That's them finally making right on that promise. They originally wanted to shoot on campus at University of Western Ontario, but they turned them down as it was too violent. So they ended up shooting at Trent University in Peterborough, Ontario, it did not have a bell tower, guys. So they had to build one that was 150 feet tall. It cost them $150,000 to build it, and it was made of paper mache.
1: What?
0: <laughs> I fucking love that fact. I think it's amazing. Uh, all the interiors were obviously shot on the soundstage, but for the exterior of this bell tower, $150,000 paper mache.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: I really wish I'd known that before watching the film. I just really want <laughs> to check that out. It was shot in 47 days. 10 days fewer than last time. And I think that's just principal photography because they did go back and do some reshoots that we're getting into. I've seen this movie, guys, quite a few times, but not for a while. Um, This is a movie back in the day when I would watch every slasher movie that went straight to DVD. Obviously, one that cost $14 million. You're going to feel like that's one of the big boys. It's obviously no scream, but I'm going to keep partaking. And I remembered fairly enjoying it. I remembered having problems with it, but enjoying it for the most part. What about you guys? You ever seen this one? Never seen it. Um, I thought I had seen it. (laughs) I thought I had seen
2: it. And then as I was watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. And then by the time I got to the end, I was like, I don't think
0: I've ever seen this.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I remember. School Countground and Killers. Found.
1: Yeah. And the <laughs> like, <a> movie set.
2: <laughs> without getting to any spoilers, but as it got to the ending, I was like, oh, yeah, I know what happens here at the ending. And then I realized I was just thinking about the previous film.
0: <laughs> it's so, going to be uh, the curly head girl when she's showing up. <laughs> <laughs> yep i mean i do think we do have to mention uh this is yeah the same year as scream 3 which is all set film sets but on the hollywood studio system a lot and this is a couple years after scream 2 which which was already starting to lead into that stuff but really this and scream 3 the same year was an interesting parody so we open with the columbia logo which for me immediately feels like ah oh, something legitimate is about to happen <laughs> you know yep
2: i think that's fair
0: slow fade in for the individual letters i like how the two turns into the s of urban legends Mm. letting you know it's a sequel but without having to have two in the title very classy yep now i will say this opening scene first time i saw this they did get me did they get you guys because we're going to open on a bunch of teenagers hanging out on a plane going to hawaii
1: i want to say i don't know or cancun something something okay i was like (laughs) oh wow this is really goofy compared to the first one. Oh, jeez. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's oh, goofy about well, it. Well, maybe <laughs> I think. Oh, maybe. Oh, I know. I know. I oh, know. so you
0: were triggering. You were triggering in.
1: Yeah, but it I took said. me a while.
0: I honestly, the first time I watched it, I didn't get it. I had what?
1: the
2: same experience as Christina where I was like this is just so wacky and my first thought was it's a sequel maybe that's just how they're going to go and then yeah about halfway into that sequence I was like no this is this is going to be like I've seen somehow.
0: three and four I know how this yeah shit goes. exactly yeah exactly <laughs> and, like, and I think it
2: was at this point where I was also like
0: oh yeah I remember
2: this it's not real
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're thank a bunch god, of teenagers though, right thank god it wasn't real
0: it, it is really cartoonish. People are like making out, partying. Some of them just have snorkels on. <laughs> like they're just sitting in their seats on this plane with snorkels. Really bad acting, really bad dialogue straight away. Yeah, like warning signs for me. I'm trying to judge it again like it would have been the first time for me. And this is the problem that I have with these fake beginnings. Because, yeah, we're going to find out. We're actually on a film set, but in a college, which is ridiculous. But the problem is like when you have a fake beginning... You gotta make sure it's still entertaining because if you're just sure, if you're in a cinema, you're gonna give it the benefit of those first five, ten minutes. If you're watching this on TV or on something mm. or on Netflix, I would probably turn off. You know, <laughs> I would probably be like, no, this is That's stupid. It. I'm not gonna keep watching this before you even get to the first twist, which is no, this is all fake. Um,
1: so I wanted sweet. to turn off, but I wasn't allowed.
0: You're not allowed. <laughs> I not <wanted>.
1: allowed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so two of them we got. Oh, fuck! What's her face? I've forgotten her name now. Who's the girl? The actress, the bimbo kind of. The blonde ditzy. girl. Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. She's heading off to have sex with her some guy in a toilet. We see a flight attendant just walking around with a knife. Honestly, I'm immediately like, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, There's that guy, guy just- telling
2: the urban legend about the creature on the wing. <sighs> he looks like the lead singer of Weezer, and he's just. Really <laughs> he looks <bad>. like River's
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He does a little bit, actually. Yeah, but it's just it's so amped up. It's so cartoonish. Like they're having sex in the toilets and then she's getting him to go down on her. And then there's blood on the mirror saying, you're going down. It's just like, oh, man. All right. And then the plane (laughs) does begin to plummet. She comes out of the toilet and everyone's just dead. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's been sliced.
1: So (laughs) like everyone's
2: like, yeah, been sliced or have knives in them. Like where are all these knives coming from? Knives
1: coming from, Yeah.
0: Yeah it's really it's really not great um and then she has to like commandeer the plane in a in a crazy scene and then the director of the movie within our movie who's this who we're gonna just call asshole director from now on yeah i called uh, him prick Smooshes director. his face prick director <laughs> uh smushes his face against the cockpit window guess what we're on a film set i mean i'm not gonna lie it's a nice little twist however i just wish that the stuff precursing this would have been more enjoyable first you know <laughs> yeah uh scream would have done it where you give it you know at least the marginal shit first before the reveal the original opening for this by the way was meant to take place on a boat not on a plane it was going to be a nod ironically to the airplane scene in twilight zone the movie but when they're on a location scout they came across the airplane set from that john kuzat movie pushing tin and they just realized they could use it uh, for basically for free so they thought they could get some extra production value and do that good for them so, so here's my immediate problem with this film. I'm just going to say right now, we've covered a lot of movies on our show. I don't know that I've ever... I had to turn to Katie twice and pause with fear in my eyes. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know what to write down. There's so much happening in the first half of this movie. So many fucking little things. If you're trying to write it down the notes of what's actually mm. happening, you're like, I don't know what's important and what's not because there's just so much shit going on. And mm. there's so many characters and they're really hard to differentiate between a bunch of them. Like most yep. of the white dudes are just like generic white dude one, who's the asshole director, generic white dude two, who's obviously the handsome director, generic white boy three, who's like the money guy, I guess, who's also mm-hmm. an asshole. Like yeah. there's just so many fucking people. It's, it's bewildering. And then there's like another director they suddenly throw in at one point. Like it's, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Confused. it was like hard yeah.
2: in that first bit. I found certainly in like the first twenty minutes to kind of pick out who who was who like who, who were our main players gonna be.
0: Yeah, who are we gonna care about? Yeah. We get lots of in jokes, like, oh, she's no Jamie Lee Curtis and stuff like that. They're definitely trying to do a Kevin Williams script here. Mm. Last week they were trying, and I think we all agreed it wasn't quite to that level, but it was it was definitely a possible sort of Kevin Williamson style mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. It's not terrible. This but. week, spelled W-E-A-K. Oh, very nice.
1: <laughs>
0: very nice. So this director, complete asshole. Yeah, being a complete dick. Uh, we're on this massive school campus. I like which, how he yells out when they, he resets and he goes,
2: fucking action!
0: Yeah, fuck it. And then he just like puts his hands together like, ooh, what's the magic unfold? <laughs> also, he has sunglasses on. What's these oh, sunglasses on? It's ridiculous. And these are school kids. Mm. These are part of, okay, presumably, it's meant to be a prestigious school, but it's ridiculous. Like this film school is enormous. They got fucking plane sets there. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. It's,
0: Um, It's absolutely crazy.
2: Al, for the next film that you work on, can you just, for one take, yeah, get some, get some sunglasses and then just yell out fucking action <laughs> and then just sit in your seat and put your hands yeah. together.
0: It was like Katie turned to me and she said, I hope you're making notes on how to be a better actor. <laughs> 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 So we're in a big old school assembly. They're all back after their holidays, I think. The lead girl. Now, here's the thing. From this shot, we get this tutor come down to the front, this professor, who, again, generic white guy, whatever. And from the way they shoot him talking and then the way we go into who's going to be our generic white girl as our lead final girl, they pull in on her and 100% me and Katie were both like, oh, okay, she's got a thing for Professor. Like, that's how that scene is set up. Yes,
1: yes. Even when they go into the, when she goes into his office, there's like some weird thing that goes on between them. yeah. Yeah, that has never played out. So it's. Nothing well, else. What's the purpose to that? of that? Mm. Also, like right away, when we get to. I already kind of had a feeling. I mean, I totally was like, oh, no, this is. This doesn't have the same. And this just kind of like. It just doesn't have that that look that the first film did, you know? Yeah. The look of the university of the first film. Uh, it's just. Even though, some, even there's it's something the same more interesting about it. Yeah, there was just. I just didn't have that like, ah, it looks, the first film looks so good.
0: I mean, to be fair, this film looks, you know, this one looks fine. Like, It's It's just different.
1: It's just a different, different energy, I guess, you know, because it's a different director, but, and he wants a different thing, but I don't know.
0: I do agree. I think it's surprising considering how many bigger actors are in the first one and just how much better the first one felt as a production, Mm -hmm. that this one has the same amount of budget. Like it's crazy. I don't but think I'm misquoting. Even
1: just the se- like the sets just looked so cool in the first one. It yeah, felt yeah, yeah. Re- more real. Hang on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this.
0: No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> checking. I'm just checking the budget. Yeah, fourteen million. Both of them fourteen million. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very weird. She has this weird friction with him, which is not played off later. I will argue she has more friction with him than she does with the guy she's meant to, like, give a shit about, but whatever. Yeah, we'll get so to they, that. We'll get to that <laughs> fucking douche. The winner of, the, like, they're basically their their project that they have to turn in a film, each of them, and they get a Hitchcock prize, as it's known, $15,000 and, like, a springboard into Hollywood and all this all these lies.
1: Well, was that yeah. guy on the yeah. top feeding him the lines of what to say? No, no he was okay. just
2: repeating it like some weird Quasimodo, Phantom of the Opera.
1: It it's was weird, right?
0: Bizarre. Because I'm immediately like, have written down who is this creepy janitor? Which later <laughs> on they're going to say he's a PA. They're going to yeah. drop lines about the fact that he's been there for years, which I guess is what this is trying to show, because he knows this rigmarole of what the yeah. parts are.
2: He's been there, but he's never been accepted into the film course.
0: Yeah. Is what's mm. brought up. So, but, and they're definitely trying to play it like, okay, he could be the, the guy... But then they go nowhere with that. They don't even have a proper twist of it where you think, oh, it's him. And then, oh, no, it's not. He's actually helping. He just disappears for most (laughs) of the
1: movie.
0: Fucking bizarre. They're Um, they're trying to play so much stuff here. A bit that I just want
2: to mention because it just made me laugh at its silliness was when they're announcing like the different professors for the, the courses throughout the year. And they say, this professor will be t- teaching uh, a Super 8 course. And he's like, lifts up the camera oh, and he
1: goes, yeah.
0: <laughs> Action! And then he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's fucking brilliant i do i'm loving how alex is doing this podcast by the way could you just like reclining while holding your mic in a sexy kind of pose <laughs> it looks great i do want to say i mean john ottman apparently edited so much out of this movie he said a lot of character stuff was taken out uh, mm. just to keep it moving quicker and i do feel that's why we're going to feel a lot of like yeah what happened with the pa Probably there was more. And he took it out. I see. Yeah. What's this friction with the professor? Yeah, there was probably a scene where they were like flirty with each other or almost having an affair or something and then whatever. So like, I feel this stuff on the garden room floor. But hey, this is a movie we're given. So this is what we've got to judge. Mm-hmm. Final girl walking through the snowy grounds.
1: <laughs> Don't worry. What's going on, Christina? It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> and Don't And
0: Rentacoff is back from the original. Reese is back. Yeah. Now, t- two things. One. <laughs> god i hate her <laughs> i i think this is why you know when i was like really vehement in the first one i think it's because i have an accumulative thing from both movies i annoying think so me twice.
1: i think so because like midway through i was like mm, okay i kind of get what Al's saying now
0: yeah i think between the two yeah but whatever
2: i mean but it's, again, it's incredible that they brought it back and the way they explain it it's just
1: <laughs> you know, it's, it's so
2: bizarre and
0: unnecessary <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah, she says how, like, she refused to go. She tells Final Girl basically what happened in the first film and then says she refused to go along with the cover-up and was then fired and spent year a year looking for work and then took this entry position, which, as far as I could tell, there were zero other security guards in the entire massive campus. She yeah, it was the it.
1: same position that she had. Yeah. She's the bus. Yeah.
0: Mm. Also, there would be other security guards. <laughs> so, whatever. Bewildering.
2: I like when she picks up our final girl, and they're talking about Pam Grier films, and talking about Foxy Brown, and then there's mm-hmm. that cringe moment where they both repeat a line from the film.
0: <laughs> oh God, I do not like that. <laughs> do ah, not like do I. It at all.
2: It's just so cringe. But then it's funny when <sighs> she like talks about the urban legend, and then tells that story about Pendleton University and how it was real, and how this security guard didn't want to, uh, the cop didn't want to be part of the cover up anyway, she drops off the girl and then she looks out and goes, urban legend, my ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Reese.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. At I'm least like, it's kind
1: of it. like a story. Like now we, we know what happened to the last, we know what happened in between yeah. time, you know. Oh, yeah, it's definitely it canon. connects it. It's
0: definitely canon. <laughs> I will say the snow in this scene, I was like, oh, that's so cool. They finally got that snow that they wanted, you know, in the first one apparently not true it was just like it just happened to like it be a big snowstorm and they didn't prepare for it at all
1: oh really because yeah. i was so confused i was like okay it's snowing but then the next day when she's in the professor's office it's like sunny
0: that's why it was not a production thing it just snowed and they're like well we're not gonna shovel it so let's do it
1: oh, That was so weird
0: it's a weird movie
1: oh it's a weird so, hot movie. professor
0: Having his brain numbed by another teacher who's going on about mise-en-scene. And then Final Girl comes in, and this is what we're talking about. It's a weird little friction flirty thing. He welcomes her as a distraction. And then he pitches, she pitches her script about a serial killer based on the killings. Sorry, basing his killings on urban Legends. So basically, she's taken the idea from Reese of what really happened in the first film. And now she's going to turn that into her own film within the sequel film. So we're really in fucking yeah, postmodern <laughs> screamer yeah. stuff going on here. Which I'm fine with to be honest. I mean now it's more roll your eyes out, but at that time <clears throat> this was all, you know, fairly yeah. fresh.
2: For me, because we've seen all these other films that do this postmodern thing, um, you know, we've saw it in Scream Three, we saw it in um in uh, Seed of Chucky. Oh, yeah, we did. And then we go you go all the way back and it's in New Nightmare, which I think mm-hmm. is an awesome way. Right? There was some pretty high standard set. <laughs> It's been played out, you feel? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, even Scream 3 this year, like I felt that was a bit played out by that point. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Like the, just an extra couple of years, people get yeah. bored of things quite quickly. By the time Scream 4 came around, I was kind of ready for a new take on that, you know? But, for
2: sure. But I mean, the great thing, um people can hear it in Scream 3, like there were some great moments in Scream 3 on that set that were really cool, despite the rest of the movie.
0: About, about final cut. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, I got a professor says to her, is your film going to be a horror or suspense? And she goes, yeah. a little bit of both. And he goes, oh, just like Hitchcock. And you're definitely like, this is a smarmy way of the writer and director just being like, yeah, we're going to play it both ways, just like Hitchcock. It's like, oh you though? Yeah,
2: that's that the whole Hitchcock thing. And I was going to say this in my wrap up, but we can, uh, since you brought it up, like the whole, they constantly revisit the whole Hitchcock thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like... It's not doing your film any favors.
0: <laughs> no, to keep name checking one of the masters of <laughs> yeah, ex- just hor- not even horror, but cinema.
2: Exactly. It's like that, that surely is not a good idea.
0: Yeah. Just bring up tobe Hooper and Wes Craven <laughs> or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right. So we're at a bar with two just random hot people. There's an actor and a director. Uh, which director is this one? Because it's not asshole. It's he the comes one up. that
1: shot himself in the tower.
0: Oh, so this is Handsome Boy. Okay. Yep, Travis. and then we get to see this fucking ridiculous black leather gloved hand <laughs> that's pouring <laughs> something into cocktails. Uh, as li- I think it's live is playing. So is, it is is it live or live? I never knew that band. Live, live. I think they're playing in the background. Uh, but only she drinks the drink. The director does not. He walks off because he's not interested in these flirtatious actresses. And then an asshole director comes over instead because he is. He's he's all up for it. But she gives him the bill instead. <laughs> yeah touche well played this scene feels weird to me and then afterwards i read it it was apparently a reshot a reshoot done several months after principal photography wrapped because it was decided in editing that the film needed kill scenes a little earlier so they had to kind of restructure the bathroom scene that we're about to get to And anson mountain is the arsehole director when he comes over he had to wear a wig as he had cut his hair
1: (laughs) oh my god no wonder his hair (laughs) looks looks so so funny. Yeah. I was like what is that head hmm, so the
0: actress sense. it's um yeah the actress leaves which actress is this actually sorry I'm
1: getting confused I don't know yeah she's just a random really she's o- you only see her that one time
0: random actress she, she leaves but she's been drugged by whatever's in the cocktail mm-hmm. she's having that old Rufio and then she tries to get her coat but she's grabbed and then wakes up in the old ice bathtub which is which is clearly made of silicon gel and not ice cubes <laughs> <laughs> like mm. you just look at it and be like this is not right at all and the old kidney heist so I do like here that we're getting into something which the film is not gonna continue but they're gonna be doing the urban legend still uh, yeah I like that That's that was that's a gonna great be your one criteria twist. right for these films it's like every murder should be an urban legend
1: yeah that's what I thought and I thought like I thought this guy was gonna be filming all of them mm. and yeah. was gonna put together a movie yeah
2: yeah
0: it you writes know, itself, doesn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That they clearly got their hands on the old UL or the uh Encyclopedia of Urban Legends. Oh. Um if people don't know. But he didn't.
0: Because what writes itself is like she hears a story about the first film, she then decides to make that as a thesis film, and someone from that first film or something else, like you do like a Scream 2, but there's a retroactive thing or whatever, Scream Three. Someone from that is pissed that she's doing that. So they make the real urban legend, you know, and Mm. we're right in the cusp 2000, just two years after Blair Witch Project. Perfect time to also do a commentary on found footage. You could do a commentary on both at the same time. And yeah, have them filming everything. And it's like there's her version of the urban legend remake of the first film. And then the found footage real remake of the first film. Sounds great. Sounds awesome.
2: I'd love to see that film.
1: Yeah. And they really make it seem like the wig guy did it, you know, from the beginning. (laughs) I actually (laughs) thought he did it.
0: The hound, the PA guy?
1: Wig guy. The wig Uh, guy. Prick director.
0: Oh, prick director. Angry director. My my new idol. Yes. (laughs) So a kidney has been taken. I will say I like this scene. So a kidney's been taken. She wakes up. She sees the killer like, what's he doing? He's doing something down the other end. Uh, Doing the dishes, I think.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He was cleaning the knives, Alex.
0: (laughs) Dishes, cutlery, whatever. Yeah, so he's in this long leather trench coat that looks something like marilyn manson meets the crones yeah.
1: <laughs> totally <laughs> with like platform boots right yeah yeah
0: <laughs> she rings 911 on her cell which i appreciate as well uh, but i don't believe her as again. she's saying an urban legend
1: <laughs> again just like the last movie
0: ridiculous so we have this cool scene where the killer's coming after her. she gets yep. she's trying to get out the window there's a dog outside trying to bite her head off at the same time and then the killer drags her back by grabbing into the wound the we from her de- removed de- kidney mm-hmm. fucking kill cool. one and then she breaks the window yeah it was a great kill i thought impromptu so far the, the movie's like been a bit down that broken mm, shot of glass chops
2: got her head good kill good setup i love it we're in for something here this is going to be a good ride
0: yep
1: very gruesome gruesome be
0: fun so we're back at school. Final Girl's hanging out with the blonde sort of ditzy actress who's doing just terrible, terrible, terrible acting to the point where no one would ever work with her ever again. <laughs> like, it's not amusing, you know? And then the prick director is watching some terrible so, rushes from the opening scene. Wait, but it director. was...
1: Wait, it was pretty disgusting when she was talking about the chicken the to the chicken and think it's just... Thinking it was just a mayonnaise, but it was a humor oh, pus. pus. Oh, <laughs> that was disgusting. The, that well, that's was the problem. Disgusting.
0: They say a bunch of urban legends, and it's like just do them,
1: don't say yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was yeah. It's a lot of talking, not doing. Yeah. Okay.
0: So everyone's hanging up a pool table. We're reestablishing the guy who's meant to be the PA, just to remind us that he exists. We get this funny line from the two goof boys who are talking about. One of them says, "Fuck George Lucas." And then the other one's like, you're going to hell. He's like, I know.
2: Yeah, I thought that's so funny because like, they're talking about the difference between practical effects and CGI, right? And yeah. this is right in the middle of prequel territory. Yeah. And there's already so much so much hate.
0: <laughs> yeah, just so much vitriol within a year or two. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it hasn't got any easier. Again, just layers. <laughs> <laughs> between the decades arsehole director comes in to lambast the final girl as he's also doing a horror script i fucking love this he's like no one's gonna steal the hitchcock from me especially you little girl
1: oh, i know <laughs> yeah. i was just like god all the guys in this movie are just cheesy it's, it's insane cheesy how many
0: how many like down putting and this is like doing yeah no it's insane like even you know it, saying stuff now is going to sound like you're just jumping on top of like you know the current sort of you know Positive, pro-feminist. Well, I feel movement. like just, we're but just more aware from from about
1: that, it right no, now. No, but even removed know?
0: from that, this is insane. Like, normally I can judge a film just that, like, okay, this was that decade it was made in. Now you wouldn't do this, whatever. This is crazy. Like, the amount of lines <laughs> in this script that are just like really belittling to, who wrote to this? particularly her. Again, it was just written by uh, the team and the guy who went on to direct Doctor Strange. Hmm. And I will say, when we did research for Hellraiser Inferno, He's a super religious dude. Like, he shies away from real horror. He likes horror, but he likes to get in like religious stuff and he doesn't like things to be too nasty.
1: But he doesn't mind putting down women. No,
0: well, I mean, <laughs> as the Bible says, I'm sure somewhere, <laughs> women exist to be put down. <laughs> oh I think that's God. an exact quote.
1: Yeah, the men in this were just horrible. Ho- all of them were horrible. Yes.
0: yes. <laughs> And then he takes away. Like apparently, he was going to be her DP because everyone's sort of working on each other's films, in multiple jobs to get multiple credit mm-hmm. So then she's out a DP. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do?
1: Go to Hot Guy. Cry. She goes to
0: Hot Guy, who now is not Hot Guy. Now he's tortured directly. Oh, yes. He's tortured, drinking and smoking. So
1: bummed. <laughs> so bombed. Sunken into his got, porch seat.
0: He got a C minus. <laughs> This guy, this actor, Matthew Davis, which Christina knows from the Vampire Diaries and I know from all the other shit, he is, he's he's a piece of work. Because he's a handsome man for sure. You just point a camera at him, you're like, great, you look good for TV. This is in that era when these sort of TV faces were, yeah, getting into these slasher movies. And he's a shining example, like most of the people in this movie are for me, of like, these are not people who should be given (laughs) emotions to really play with. It's like... They but in Vampire
1: good. Diaries, he's so good.
0: But I bet he just has to, like, smolder in Vampire Diaries. No, you know he's,
1: he was great in Vampire Diaries. Really? Yes. I'm going to have
0: to take your word for it. Because <laughs> I've seen him in <laughs> m- most of his, well, many of his other, like, horror films and, like, genre, and he's not great in those. Hmm. He's just, like, it's just so, it's like a mannequin. It's just, like, nothing. But again, Final Girl, not great either. Like, Final <laughs> Alex is getting his face licked by his cat. <laughs>
1: Alex, you're so lucky.
0: I do need to ask at this point. Okay, like Final Girl, which is. I know we weren't a big fan of Final Girl last time. We found her a bit insipid. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my God, that's right. This girl's so similar to Final Girl exactly. last time. Exactly. Oh, the energy is very, very similar. I actually like the first Final Girl more.
2: Yep. I was uh, actually enjoying this Final Girl because I felt her performance. Was a little bit more understated because everyone else was so, like, goofy and heightened compared to mm-hmm. her. But then it, as the film progressed, I was like, actually, it, it, understated is the wrong word. It's just like, there's
0: no, it's like there's no life in your performance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing is stated is different from understated. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. say I complained last week that the, their final girl wasn't written well in that she didn't do anything. She's not proactive. She just mm. kind of was reactive. This one, I like better how she's written. She is more proactive. She's going to go on to try and do things. Mm -hmm. I just feel, yeah, exactly what Christina said. The energy from both of them is alarmingly similar. Very Mm. similar. It's just very just surface and not much really going on. Yeah, nah, she doesn't cry as much as the first one. The first That's one was terrible.
1: <laughs> That's true. Uh.
0: And uh, but she is a bit of an arsehole as well because she just comes to this. I mean, a lot of these people are just—they're all just so self-involved. Like he's all upset because he's not gonna win the Hitchcock and he's got a bad mark in his film, and then she just goes, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry." Can you read my script, though? Because, really, all I'm here to talk about is me and not <laughs> no, you. No, it
1: wasn't, can you read my script? It's like, oh, but I really need a DP. Can I borrow yours? Do You it's, know anybody. Yeah. I cannot believe, though, that... Okay, fine. I think I'm skipping ahead. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Are <laughs> you sure?
1: Yeah. I mean, it doesn't right. really matter. I mean, it doesn't matter that I'm skipping
0: ahead. That's, yeah, I mean, to be fair, none of this really matters, but we're doing it anyway, Christina. so.
1: I mean, I just can't believe that he would kill himself because he got a C minus. No, he wouldn't. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's right. That's right. He didn't. You're right. You're did. right. But I'm it'd be clear.
0: No, no. But if that even people believe that. But it be, I mean, to be fair, students commit suicide all the time. Like it does happen all the time. He okay, just, okay. but from his character and his acting, no, I did not believe it for a second.
1: Okay. Okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. I forgot.
0: But yeah. He claims <laughs> he's got no money, no connections, not like the rest of them. So he's not going to make it.
1: Mm hmm and
0: she says he's the best director in the school
1: mm-hmm. bye
0: <laughs> Just walks. And that's off. it
1: oh and then she does that like she says one thing and then does that pause, like pauses turns says that one thing and then leaves yeah. like oh like oh it'll be alright it'll, yeah. it'll all work out
0: Katie honestly laughed out loud <laughs> at that point it was so funny the way she delivers that line and then waits like <gasps> I did good I said you'll be fine and then just <laughs> walked away <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah. but yeah he's offered to give uh, Simon his Euro- Eastern European I think Russian maybe I don't <laughs> yeah. even know what
1: is that <laughs> the bad Russian DP accent. Matrix guy <laughs> he's so weird that accent was so bad right He's. Yep. it was really fake right
0: and he shot his film but we're never even gonna he's not gonna react to anything to do with this film either like it's very weird he doesn't react to this director dying he doesn't react it's so fucking weird
1: yeah yeah, nobody Ugh. reacts to it. And, of course, after somebody dies, she gets hit on again. Because that's the perfect time to hit on a girl. Is it is. When somebody is. just... When be someone... Must yeah. Be, yeah.
0: If you really want a girlfriend, just kill everyone around them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And them up.
0: <laughs> um, I've written down here that Christina is sad that the fake dead dog on the set of their movie.
1: <laughs> I hated that. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> oh, no.
0: So, yeah, exactly like Alex said, this Matrix DP appears. He still, he's got fucking goggles on. It's ridiculous. And then he pulls out his, because they're shooting on 8mm, I think, and then he pulls out his 16mm and he's like, this is my baby. Yeah. Baby. 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 Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs>
0: it really is. He's trying to chat up Eva Mendes, who's like, what is she? What is her job? She's like a first AD. She's
1: like boom girl.
0: Oh, she's boom girl. Yeah. Uh, she was like doing a bit of everything. It seems. Yeah, because then she's definitely like an AD later.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess so everything.
0: does A bit of everything. So he's chatting her up and she tells him if you were a girl, she'd definitely fuck him. Which I wouldn't.
1: No, I wouldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone would fuck that guy. <laughs> It was a different time, the year two thousand. You walk into a club in a leather jacket like, and goggles on.
1: Even him, I wouldn't, I w- couldn't, wouldn't be able to like differentiate. Differ, what, what the hell is that word? Um, I wouldn't be able to Tell, yeah, any of them apart if no. it weren't for his fake accent. They yeah, still completely. all look the same.
2: It's ridiculous. There's just but a lot I mean, of white dudes. <laughs> he was dressed like he was in the
0: Matrix. I mean, that was pretty hot <laughs> back yes. in two thousand.
1: But their exactly. faces.
0: See, he didn't have leather jeans on, that's all. Bimbo actress can't get into a car, so she skips us through the dark set to find her keys quite happily. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Struggling to turn- that shot of her trying to turn the light switches on in the set is fucking ludicrous. She's just like smooshing at them for ages. And guess what, the killer's there. And this is where I think what Alex was saying is gonna come true. He he's, like takes time to wire a mic into this eight millimeter camera and then begins shooting her as he's stalking her. So I'm thinking, yeah, for sure. He's making a home movie. A
1: movie? Yeah. Exactly what I thought.
0: But no, he kills her with a tiny scalpel, which I thought was a wasted opportunity. Um, and again, no open legend here in the death. Yeah. Just killing her.
1: That's what I thought. Okay.
0: So then we skip to the next day. Everyone's watching the rushes for Final Girls film. It's farcically stupid. Like just. That's, that was killed too, by the way. Thank you, Alex. It's just terribly stupid. Like how, how this this blonde girl who's just been murdered is in these rushes. Um, and then it cuts to the footage of her actually being killed. And I like this idea, we get to see the second half of the scene because we cut away before she died. So we get to see the second half of what we're just seeing we're just watching. Only the problem is they don't even let us see it. They just like intercut it as if they're scared to show us violence in a slasher film. Mm. And it's just like this blur of fast edits from his handheld... Sort of found footage stuff and then and then their reactions as they're watching it happen.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that I like that at least she it's like kind of like cluing in that this is not fake, you know? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But then she doesn't really do anything about it. So does And again,
0: matter. as Katie said in this in this scene as well, he said it's just a miracle anyone's even concentrating on the screen because Eva Mendez is sitting right there, right there the whole time. <laughs> I think Katie might have a crush on Eva Mendes. The PA guy is in the projector booth. So, suspicious. But no, then he's just going to disappear from this point on until <laughs> the very Yeah, you know, end I was never stuff.
1: really suspicious of him. I never thought he did it.
0: But he's not as attractive as the other people in the movie, Christina. Surely, you're suspicious. No. <laughs> That's how these movies work. It's, re- it's just ridiculous. It's like, if you don't look like a model, you're probably the killer. No turns out travis stark
1: hello oh my god this podcast <laughs> Alex's
0: cat is fucking insane uh, <laughs> turns out this travis stark is dead he took his life but final girl thinks that she then sees him running away as the professor is announcing in the quad of this school to everyone this is when they choose to tell everyone that their friend is dead and killed himself and then he starts fucking quoting some like pretentious film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
0: at this point oh, i didn't so
2: even weird. know who travis stark was
0: i, was like, I, didn't, I wasn't about? sure
1: either until they showed his picture
0: yeah exactly <laughs> i mean he's called travis the blonde bimbo actress they presume is in la because she mentioned she had she had a potential er audition so doing that <laughs> thing that we did in urban legend wasn't it where one of them disappears and they think she which film was that was that,
1: that? oh yeah it was else? urban legend yeah, when, when uh, Pacey on the car, they thought he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, he's just uh, snowboarding or whatever. <laughs>
0: he's just up being a snow bum. And some rich fucking kid, which is the one you guys know from Blossom, yeah? Which, again, I don't really know what Blossom yep. is. But- Joey Lawrence. Joey. Joey. Yeah. He comes over to tell Final Girl that with his father's connections, he can get the money to make her movie. And she's like, no, I don't need your connections. And then he reveals that she's not really the blue collar kind of like homewood kid of this area that she pretends to be. She was 13 years old when she left Hollywood because her Oscar winning documentary filmmaker father passed away. And then he says, I'll see you on the set, darling. Oh God, awful.
1: And (laughs) he was so angry.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that, that sort
2: of reveal and secret is so weak compared to the secret in the first movie, where it's like, oh, she was involved in an accident that killed a person.
1: Yeah, yeah. like this
2: is like, oh, your dad was a documentary filmmaker, which may have given you an advantage in getting into this school, but it's just like, okay.
1: But also, <laughs> they cares? hinted to they hinted to that earlier. I had a feeling because when she was in the professor's office, they were like, oh, it's not. What's her last name? Marshall. Oh, it's not. It's not really a, a Marshall style. So I figured that that was her family, and her mm. family must have. Gone to that school too.
0: I didn't um, catch that at all. You didn't. Well, it. well <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: It's called Clues. <laughs> you,
0: you just push over the mic and walk off. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> but I think that's. I think it's fine. I think the twist here is actually kind of cool because it is echoing the first film. However, then it has to tie in. Like in the first film, a twist tied yeah, in to exactly. what was going on.
1: I mean, here this tied nothing. in. Not,
0: buddy. At at no, the not end. really. I mean, sort of, but so tangentially. Like, yeah. no, yeah. she's got nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, all. exactly. That's why I <laughs> felt it was such
2: a weak kind of
0: thing. and Because,
2: like, the thing with this secret as well, I mean, we talked about it in the first Urban Legend was that we didn't feel that she was burdened enough by that secret that she had. Yeah. Even though it was a strong kind of secret to reveal and have, but it wasn't written or played out in a way that, that gave it weight. Whereas in this, it's like, it's- it's not anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it no, doesn't just, really pay
0: just, off at the end, and nor does it even- No one brings it up again. No one in, in any way. Mm-hmm. You don't see her struggling with it in any way. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Weird. It is she weird. She
0: wanders into some building. I missed a line of dialogue here. I missed this a building's... lot of lines of dialogue. <laughs> well, this building's being renovated, and it's important for some reason, isn't it, this building? Like, why? Because it's where the whole culmination of the film takes place as well. There are mannequins everywhere, and there's isn't like an the echoey- You mean a tower where he shot himself? Oh, is that where he killed himself? Yeah, that's okay. why
1: there's like the evidence tape. Why did he Cautious do it? There? Tape. I don't
0: know. He no did understand. it there. Because yeah. they actually have like some audio comes in. Although they cut a bit of dialogue from earlier in the film and play it again here so you know what she's thinking. Because her acting and the writing of the character isn't going to be enough to translate that. We have to like put some dialogue <laughs> over the top as well. Someone goes scuttling by and it comes out, and oh my god, it's Trevor! Travis's identical twin brother. <laughs>
2: oh my god!
0: Although he never says identical, he never
2: says twin. He just says brother. <laughs> just like I'm oh his brother. Oh my
1: god! <laughs> I mean, literally, I didn't believe it the whole movie until the end. They're like, no <laughs> way, this is not. It's and no. then her
0: acting is so weird in this scene. It turns really like sultry and suspicious. <laughs> it's really fucking weird. She starts talking to him like while looking at him from the side. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, so weird. The whole
1: way it was that weird. their
2: relationship develops and so rapidly is just,
0: I don't, I didn't understand at all. Yeah, no. no. If her and Travis had been really tight, but they weren't. No. Yeah. but like, Travis didn't seem to give a shit about it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, he didn't.
0: And this really makes me feel like I understand why people, including some of our friends listening, why they hate 90s slasher films is because they feel like TV <laughs> soap operas. This feels like a fucking TV soap opera at this yeah. point. Yeah. hmm It's like, oh, That's didn't fair. I mention I am his twin brother? <laughs> and he's just Ugh. scuttling around. So Trevor says his brother was murdered. Not, he didn't commit suicide. And then says he's going to find out what happened. Then he glances up. <laughs> and then just runs away. <laughs> yeah. And Katie can't stop laughing. She laughs for maybe two minutes straight from how he acts at the end of that scene. It's just ridiculous. And I mean,
2: he never actually, s- he just says that he believes he didn't commit suicide because he wasn't like that. Yeah. And that's it, right? Like that's, that's his only kind of.
0: Which he seemed kind of like that the day when she went and talked to him and he's all tortured on his fucking porch. Yeah. Like he, d- it seemed entirely plausible.
1: I don't know, guys.
0: Uh, Even Mendes makes a mention of like
2: Travis was like the good brother and that he was like yeah uh, the bad yeah that's brother. a little
0: li- that's a little later but it's yeah let's just oh do is it is now because it? okay. it's, so yeah. it's so stupid it's so stupid it's like it's basically never call the cops and it's it's basically because I walked on the bad side of the tracks which one is so she can still call the cops yeah. you maybe just don't and two is this guy is clean cut wearing nice clothes very polite never gives. Anything that feels like he's an edgy, bad, you know, guy, yeah. not even a hot way, just <laughs> yeah, like no. he's just a clean cut, nice guy.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it, they don't like, uh, it's It's never like, uh, I mean, what did they do that was so bad that he can't call the cops because he believes his brother was murdered? Like, I don't, I don't get it. That's they don't, they ridiculous. don't give you a reason to really feel like he's, he has something to hide.
0: No, I
2: bet. I bet different. this is this is a conversation that happened. That so they asked him the actor. They were like, "Okay, what what choices have you made to sort of differentiate yourself from the Travis character?" And he probably just stood there for a second. and Went, "My name's Trevor." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a choice. That's what we've written. There, have you got anything else? Yeah, yeah I'm Trevor. <laughs> I think that's how it would have gone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole time he was. Trevor or whatever. Is it Trevor or Travis? Trevor. The whole Travis time he was twin, he, it was just, I don't know. It was so, no, it was terrible. so unbelievable. It was just it was unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe that he was really his twin.
0: No. Um, so we learn here that Eva Mendes has the hots for final girl, which is definitely in these extra bits they added in when they realized they liked having her around. The PA guy, he's got long hair. He's balding. They keep trying to play him like he must be evil. The DP (laughs) refuses to show him his camera.
1: (laughs) Poor guy.
0: (laughs) Now we have motive as well as his not perfect looks. So we get final girl recording screaming. This is an urban legend she talked about earlier for really no reason in this terrible smug scene in the cafeteria where she's talking to the, the bimbo actress and saying something about, yeah, like a whole bunch of people are screaming. For rehearsal, and then a killer kills someone who's screaming at the same time.
1: And then Mm. the blonde
0: girl was like, oh, yeah, that really happened. And then she just takes off her glasses and goes, no, idiot. It was an urban legend. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy.
2: Because I thought at first when she was telling that story, she was talking about the scene in um, the first one when Tara Reid gets killed and she's on the radio. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's a cool little throwback. And she's going to say, no, that actually happened at Pendleton because I did all this research on it. Yep. No, she she not, do
1: they,
0: no she didn't it's do any
2: research
1: on it she
0: didn't do any research and she didn't cracked- even
1: ask Reese one one question
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah and she's meant to be writing a whole movie about it she's <laughs> mm. so like I'm gonna oh no let's not even go down it but anyway so she's gonna actually do it here she's recording a bunch of people screaming as the DP is going outside to smoke a cigarette and get murdered we get a first proper look here at the killer so let's talk about this long leather jacket fencing mask Mm-hmm. Kills the DP with his own lens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kill three. How ironic! How ironic! Yeah, these close-up cuts of people screaming are fucking hilarious in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, oh my god,
1: those killed me. It's, <laughs> it's the so smiling funny. and the screaming and That's all so screaming at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, it was so horrible.
0: And then she stops the screaming and then thinks she can hear someone outside screaming as the DP dies, which is ridiculous because she's recording <laughs> with a mic in a room. This DP is somewhere outside. You could maybe do that with specified mics, but you'd have to have them like wide open. And she's got people screaming about two feet away from this mic. So she yeah. would be deaf or she'd have that mic closed <laughs> right down. It's, and what really annoys me when you see this sort of stuff in films is like, this film's clearly made by professionals. Yeah, <laughs> know what they're doing. So, you think someone would go, uh, This scene doesn't work?
2: <laughs> yeah, because like when that happened, I was like, Was he mic'd up?
1: That's exactly what I thought.
2: Or did the boom pick that up? And I was like, He would
1: I-
0: never
2: be mic'd up. He's the deep." Yeah. yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, so, it's it, it like- was the boom. I know.
0: <laughs> Which is so weird. But
1: it so sounded stupid. like he was mic'd up.
0: So stupid.
1: The, ma- the way they made it sound. But, he, but yeah, of course he wasn't.
2: So yeah, fencing yeah, mask. Yeah, the one the one crew member that brought that up on that day of shooting was fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like get out.
2: So yeah, this is a uh, good this doesn't this does this couldn't work. Look, I'll I'll show you right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll go outside.
0: None of you will hear me. Fired, I really like out. the moment of her stopping and thinking she hears something. <laughs> so throw logic to the wind. Yeah, how do you feel about this fencing mask?
1: Whatever.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can see that the this feels like they're they're really trying to create a, uh, what's the word, like a more iconic killer in this one. Mm-hmm. But the, the fencing mask, it just seems sort of out of context and doesn't make any sense.
0: It's it feels like an athletic school and they're all doing things. You yeah, know, that yeah. it would fit better. I guess in other slasher films, like they do, the masks don't necessarily have much to do with stuff. No one ever really... That's like the one true. who screams, "Like Ghostface, what's that about?" Like Jason's hockey mask. He's not a hockey team. He's killing. Like that's I mean, true. I guess I don't mind it. It's very hard to have cool new masks, so I, I appreciate anything that's just bold and at least you can look straight at the mask without seeing the face, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. Mm. But they just don't do that much with it. I think it could be it could be used for more striking imagery, and it's not. That's all right.
2: What was he gonna say? I You're forgot. gonna say how
0: Reese the cop is dancing to Foxy Brown? Yep. Yep, oh, this,
1: okay. This is when I felt your pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome to my world. Um, final girl comes in. She wants to borrow the security tapes to see if she can see what happened because Renna cop's doing nothing. She's just watching Foxy Brown all the time.
1: Yeah. The killing- and just like what doesn't believe anything she says and just dismisses every single thing. It's like, yeah. you yeah, should yeah, know even better. She's lived through it Reese, before. No better. Exactly. Reese, what the hell? That, that was just t- dumb. That was dumb. Yeah.
2: yeah. That, That I found so confusing because it was like.
1: It was frustrating.
2: Yeah, frustrating because they start her off with the whole telling the story and saying urban legend my ass and like being affected by that. And then the moment his students like there is some fucking crazy shit happening here. Yes. She doesn't believe him.
0: Yes. And she was trying to convince the other one earlier that these things happen in real life. (laughs) Mm. it's, It's so dumb. And they made this big deal about the killing happened at midnight, exactly, which I don't understand the importance of at all.
1: I think that had something to do with her film that she was making. Okay. Like, that was one of the things that she was doing, but I only kind of slightly remember her saying something like that, but then never saw it done, you know? It
0: feels like so much is hacked out of this film that it yeah. just what's left doesn't make much sense. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: So she's in the sound booth, and I think we're going to get a replay from Scream 2, wasn't it? Is that right? Yeah. Film school scream Mm 2, Hollywood scream 3. Because the killer's in there on the other side of the sound booth, but he's in a weird like skull moon mask, which is pretty cool. But also weird Mm. that he puts on another mask on top of his mask. That's out of nowhere. We don't see this mask beforehand. It's just for one shot.
2: Yeah, I thought that was funny because we had just had the fencing mask reveal, and I was like, okay, this is our killer. And the
0: next shot, we see him, yeah. New mask. (laughs) And then he takes it off immediately.
1: Yeah, it's so weird.
0: So they have this, he breaks the glass, Ugh. they have this chase, and then she puts in a lot of effort to to break the lights. Like, how does that help? Like he's chasing her and she starts smashing the light switches in, the like the fuse box whatever, to destroy the lights. So then she's in the dark with him. Don't Isn't that
1: usually what the killer tries to do?
0: Exactly. I don't understand the thinking behind
2: this at all. I don't know. All right, I'll see. They twisted your expectations.
0: <laughs> Subverting the <Yeah>. genre. <laughs> so the killer comes in. She's in like the big recording room for, for compositions and plays the piano. You can definitely tell a composer is behind this film for this scene. This was his idea for him to come in and start playing those deep notes on the piano. And then it transitions into the score, which I quite like. Um, and she's hiding right underneath the piano. So I quite like this bit. And then she runs out and through some woods and then somehow falls into a river or a lake. It looks like we're in a Jason movie for a minute. It's very strange. And then hides in the sewers as he's looking down at her. And I do like this. You can't tell if he's seen her or not Mm -hmm. because he's looking down. Yeah, that bit was cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is like this bit and the bit earlier with that kill, they're both like, I think they're fairly decent, Mm -hmm. not amazing, but slasher scenes. But I mean, that idea is used better in the original stage fright, which we just covered. There's a cool bit like that where you're not sure if the killer's watching them on it. He also then picks up the VHS cassette that she was carrying that has the proof of what happened. Uh, so he's tidying out the loose ends. And then she runs into Rent-A-Cop, who claims she found her by watching the CCTV camera. She's like, oh, I saw you watching yeah. the CCTV camera. See, I do Even see though-
1: it. I do watch it. I do. Yeah.
0: So, two problems. Number one is just timing. Like, she literally just got into that corridor, so she would have had to have fucking teleported down there. Yeah! Number two... How come she didn't see the rest of the chase then? She doesn't believe her that anything else <laughs> happened. Yeah. They have a CCTV camera in the sewers. Surely they have it in all these other places that they've been running around. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly, Al. Exactly. Oh,
1: yeah, the whole... Oh, the cops are just going to say it's vandalism for the glass. Well, don't you have a camera in that room to see it? I guess and not. I th-
0: and I think all these problems come from a writer's, or writers that are really... Really, just putting in the importance of we need lots of red herrings. I think they want us to think that she's a possibility as well because she's from the first one. Maybe she's sort of emotionally damaged from that first one.
1: No way.
0: Honest to God, I think like they just want you to point the finger at everybody, and they're so preoccupied with giving us red herrings, they never actually make any of them work. Huh. Yeah, exactly. frustrates Yeah. Me. Final girl then meets up with Trevor, tells him what happened. He tells her they can't tell the police. This is where he says that stupid, stupid thing. Oh, his actual wording is like I was into lesser pursuits. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! And then it suddenly occurs to her in her genius mind that someone could be killing the Hitchcock Award competition. (laughs) That's why they're doing Mm. it because they want to win. Which, yeah, like (laughs) okay, forever suggests, and I'm with him. I'll be honest that they use her as bait for the next (laughs) and her next shoot days. Like, don't tell the police. The killer's going to come after you again, so just keep shooting, and don't worry, I'll be hiding in the trees. When you've submitted
2: <laughs> submitted projects into film festivals, have you ever thought of taking out the opposition?
0: <laughs> I, I mean, now I have, yeah. Uh, slasher slasher if, style. <laughs> if I win anything in the future, just do a little Google search and see if anyone else survived the <laughs> submission <laughs> process. Oh my uh, god it's just ridiculous and then she decides oh you know what i've just been chased by a killer there's a murderer out there instead of going to the police for whatever reason i've decided mm. yeah let's just keep doing stuff in the hope that the killer comes for me again and this guy this one guy can take him down who i just met mm-hmm. yeah she decides this is the perfect time to go for a jog <laughs> like, i know he,
1: he, yeah he, why do they cause... always do that they go for a swim <laughs> they go for a jog they go to exercise
2: yeah because that's the bit Fuck where he that. says right like, we'll draw the killer out. And then he's like, but I'll be there for you. Yeah. I'll be there. And it's like, <laughs> what is going on with this relationship? You don't-
1: Yeah. Just, uh, and who is this guy? What is <laughs> what is the deal? What does he want? Oh, my and God. It was he's another so red herring. Open. I know, but it was just so like- <laughs> But at the end, it still didn't make sense. You know no. what I mean? Usually the and red herrings, I- it's like, oh, I get why I thought he, he did that for that. No, no. Makes no, no. sense. There's and, no and- justification.
0: This scene is the fucking worst. All these voices echo in her head, and then we see an image of <laughs> the fencing mask superimposing all of her friends' faces. Oh god. Oh god. Oh. Terrible. Ay, 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 ay. Fucking terrible.
2: For me, there's just like another moment where it's like, all this reference to Hitchcock, you know, he would be rolling Stop. in his grave.
0: <laughs> he was a portly man, he would be rolling. <laughs> nice wagoneer. This woke Katie up. She's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they always have the greatest like wagoneer cars so they're doing good, they're good she's going to shoot the scene of her film which is the tunnel of terror urban legend so she's hanging out with eva mendez because why wouldn't you and gone to look at mary Miner's location which is kind of their substitute for it and then the two goofy boys have come along to dress it up again not worrying about putting herself in danger let's put everyone else in danger mm. too
1: yeah let's i mean these star wars nerds if- in danger If your dude is in the woods watching from afar and everything is happening in this huge ass tunnel, how is he gonna get in there? How is he gonna even know anything's happening?
0: He's literally just hiding in the trees. It's so funny. (laughs) He's just like back there, just crouched.
1: (laughs) Oh my god.
0: I will, I mean, I will say on paper, the idea of the sort of body of this film, and I don't mean what's happening. But I mean, I feel like they're trying to tick off University Slashers from the 80s. They're trying to tick off Jason, which they did with the bit by the lake and trees. They're trying to do some My Bloody Valentine here with the mine shafts. I feel like they're trying to go like, oh, if we do a film set or a film in college, we get to do all these different locations from Mm -hmm. different slasher movies. And I like that as an idea. Mm -hmm. They're just not doing it right at all, Um, Mm. which is a shame. But yeah, I'm all all for let's keep changing location here and it's fun. We're in these tunnels. The rest of the crew turns up um they've meant to have an hour to get everything sort of done all the art direction and then she's lit- and then they've done almost all the art direction in there so surely most of the hour hour has passed and then she turns to her crew and says oh, okay everyone goes to lunch for an hour <laughs> it's
1: very mm-hmm. well she um, said that because she was just trying to get them to go right she didn't want them there in harm's way
0: i know i, I agree but then why tell the other people you got an hour to do it and then she knows they're still in there.
1: Yeah. It's like,
0: he... it's... Uh, anyway. She gets on the ride to test out how they've done up this and place. Like,
1: that's smart.
0: Goddamn. <laughs> now the killer is dressed in a fencing mask, but he's added Miner's long hair. Yeah. A wig. And like, oh, yeah. my and God. A hat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he
0: looks ridiculous. And then he electrocutes Both of them, I think, like one of them definitely, the other Mm -hmm. one as well, but in a different way. Kill four and
2: five (laughs) SFX bros.
0: Final girl finds the dead bodies. Wait, but before
1: she's like the lights go out or it stops and she's like, okay, guys, you know, I'm scared. Don't joke with me anymore. Stop joking. It's not funny. I mean, don't you know it's not a joke by this point? Don't you know they're <laughs> not joking? Don't you know it's not them? People are dying <laughs> around you. I'm you know, the killer company. <laughs> uh,
0: I really, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, I wish we could have watched this one together. It would have been pretty
1: funny. Yeah, it would have been way more fun. It would have been great. Way more fun.
0: Finally, the cops get involved. But. They all say it was a big mistake how <laughs> her friends died. It's very sad that <laughs> they electrocuted themselves.
1: No, they did not say that. It was two wet, white cops that yeah. said stupid kids electrocuting themselves. Huh. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> I mean. kids.
0: It's just a mistake. Like it wasn't, it's just oh, it's stupid, stupid
1: kids. Yeah. <laughs> Why does every horror movie makes me hate? like if they i mean the people making the horror movies must really really hate cops you i mean i, I understand yeah. yeah i understand why
0: <laughs> it's because otherwise man, none like of these films useless. don't happen yeah i guess that's the problem these films can't continue Happening with the reality if, of what would really yeah. happen i mean they can and so you, you can't trust
1: nine one one dispatchers either anybody that's supposed to help you you can't trust them yeah they're not gonna help you they don't care
0: and then final girl lies to them for absolutely no reason other than trevor was on (laughs) like different pursuits from his brother like she has no reason and if she even if she did before even if you give this film a huge benefit of the doubt before now they're literally saying do you have any more information and she's like no
1: for why Oh wait 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 and then the cops wait 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 and then Reese is like, oh like oh yeah baby is there anything like oh honey like being really nice to her is there anything else you know and then the cops are like um excuse me detective they're gonna be <laughs> yeah, the ones yeah. asking yeah. the question woman.
2: <laughs> woman oh
1: my
0: god <laughs> oh. and then Reese looks at
1: her like mm-hmm, I told you this is what I have to deal with all the time mm-hmm. we're women. <laughs> And I'm a black woman. Mm -hmm. Yep.
0: Minorities, females, put them together.
1: They are not, even if you do, but it was also like, even if you do tell them, they're not going to believe you. No. They're not going to do anything to help you.
0: No. So don't even bother.
1: So don't even bother. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Yeah.
0: It's just absurd. And it just makes it impossible to care about these people when they're making these stupid decisions. So we're meant to think it's Trevor, right? Because he just suddenly turns up. And just like, oh, I'm sorry, I was caught in a tree and I couldn't help you. Like, there's no reason why oh, he didn't yeah. help
1: Oh, uh, yeah, you know, I was uh, I was following that other guy to see if he was <laughs> a lead. But uh, but actually, I lost him for a little bit. I'm sorry.
0: So yeah, sorry. Sure so the whole a bit
2: is weird.
1: It's so weird. And, and then, then he starts spooning? Him, yeah, yes. he
0: tells her get some sleep. And then we'll go back to the tower and try again. You know what we should do? Let's just have a little nap. <laughs> So they and go like, to sleep after he promises to never leave, never her, leave again. her again.
1: Mm-mm. It's so like we you
0: guys a, barely know each other. And then we have a dream sequence of them about to fuck in bed when he stabs her and she wakes up and he's left her again.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah,
2: I wrote down, it makes no sense that she is sleeping with this guy. She barely knows him. Also, we didn't need to see his ass. And then I wrote, ah, <laughs> oh, it was a dream. Still didn't need to see his ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with the ass. He had a good ass. That's fine. But it's just ridiculous everything around the ass.
1: <laughs> I did not mind the arse. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was good. It was a good ass. She looks out, sees lights coming on in the tower. Says, "Oh, he must have gone there." So she heads over for our finale. Even Mendez is already there because why not? <laughs> Hmm. Well,
1: okay, when she did that turn, was it meant to be like, oh, she's the killer?
0: Yeah, but I then- think you're meant to think it's her. But in all honesty, again, from knowing that she wasn't in the script much, it all makes way more sense that the director was, for whatever reason, was like, you know what, Eva Mendes is a talent. It's like, let's let's do more stuff with her character.
2: So at this point, I thought in my memory, I was like, ah, it's, and this is must have just been a mashup of all the... The slashes we've seen, ninety slashes plus the last Urban Legends film. But I was like, oh, I remember what happens here. Uh, Trevor is going to be one of the killers, along with mm-hmm. the killer from the first film. Yeah. But I think I was like, that, that You're was mashing all your screams
0: together, and <laughs> they're in a tower again, like the first Urban Legend. Like, yeah, this really does feel like if you cut and pasted most ninety slashes together, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is what you'd get. Yeah, so, okay, we think we're revealing Eva as the killer, but nope, she got a note from Final Girl telling her to meet there because she thinks they're going to get kissy-kissy. Not what's going to happen. <laughs> the cop sees the cop sees some just crazy color-coded computer graphic with a red circle flashing <laughs> on the tower.
1: Oh, just mice.
0: <laughs> and then Eva gets grabbed. Final Girl is locked in a closet with some dead bodies. I did like the rats crawling through the bodies. Oh, was that was of, disgusting. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It's a cool effect. Um, and then she breaks out to find Eva is hung and ringing the bell by her hanging by her <laughs> Okay,
1: and then at this moment, I thought because the bodies all looked pretty fake, I was like, "Oh, well, maybe this is all a trick on all a hoax, main girl." And they're filming this whole thing, and then that's somebody's whatever project. Yep. Yeah, but no, that would
0: that would have been cool.
1: <laughs> that would have been kind of cool.
0: And there is an 80s slasher which does something quite like that actually, which I enjoy. Hmm. She runs into Trevor, who's discovered that all the victims worked on Travis's thesis film, the piece of genius art that was going to get him a three-picture deal in Hollywood. So, they decide, mm. you know what? Let's watch this awesome movie. Well, it's, it's up, it like how he discovers that on that weird old computer
2: that he types and so, it. Yeah. It's like, it, uh, it yeah, was it's weird.
0: It's 2000s
2: were. <laughs> it wasn't even a 2000 computer. It looked like a computer from the 80s. It was like green, you know, like that green kind of screen. Oh, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a choose your adventure game. Totally. They watch this movie. It's really bad. They don't understand how Travis can make something so shitty. And then she notices there's a hard splice. And since this is meant to be like, yo, I forgot the terminology now, but the handover reel, all the Ooh. splices should have been taken out. That means someone went in and cut different credits or cut in a different movie. So this wasn't his movie. Someone stole his movie. And then they realize there's only one person from the film crew who's still alive. It's the asshole director. Probably him. Who we haven't seen for the last (laughs) hour. Exactly. I've gone about this generic white dude. He's out driving his car, gets stopped by Final Girl, who pulls a fucking gun on him that we're going to learn later is a prop. Trevor just appears dramatically with a flare for no reason. Mm. There's absolutely no reason why he has this flare. And then they chain the arsehole director to a chair up in the old tower. Because why not do it in the tower? Suddenly the professor appears. We haven't seen him in fucking ages. I've forgotten all about him as well. Yeah. Like, forgotten.
1: Forgotten. Completely.
0: And as soon as he comes in, because we haven't seen him in ages, it's like we know it's him straight away, right? Because we've yeah. forgotten all about him. Why else would you bring him oh, back? Oh,
1: no. No, no, no. I didn't know it was him straight away.
0: I was immediately like, like, who else could be? rich boy crew guy he's somehow there as well hiding in the like fucking walls like what is yeah, why what is was he, he there? doing there
1: <laughs> i don't freaking know guys this because is what i
0: have written down this film is very weird because
2: <laughs> with the teacher does that with that whole thing that whole setup and the teacher and the other guy behind the wall did they ask them all to be there when they I
0: confronted him i don't think the asshole i mean no, i'm sorry no, no, i don't think no, the rich no, guy no, no, no. but the they'd teacher. ask the teacher right yeah Did they? Maybe.
1: But why? Why wouldn't they just call the cops? Why would they have to prove it to the teacher?
0: Oh, I mean, it's it's ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. ridiculous.
0: So arsehole director says he didn't do the sound on Travis's film, turns to who he thinks is Travis, because it's actually Trevor, says, you know that. And then the professor says, he gave Soul director an A in sound for nothing, shoots him, he blows out part of the set, which now turns into like an alien film set. <laughs> I admit again, I like this basic idea of going from set to set, but yeah. they don't even do that. He's trying to frame Final Girl. So what we're going to turn out. The teacher felt fucked over by Final Girl's dad. He was in his year at this school and the dad basically made a better film than him, got the Hitchcock prize and went off and had a successful career. While well, he was stuck to teach Which, by the way, in a school like that, you're going to make good, good money. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I love how he was
0: like, he's like,
2: and I've been stuck here ever since.
0: Like it was some curse that he couldn't leave. (laughs) 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 Because his film wasn't good enough. It wasn't even like injustice was done. It's like, no, you didn't do a good enough film, mate. (laughs) That's it. Um, And then he saw Travis's amazing film. Thought, ah, perfect. I will steal this, get a three picture deal (laughs) in (laughs) Hollywood. All I have to do is murder lots of teenagers.
1: Oh, my God. This is so stupid. This twist, this killer. Yeah. I I was so angry. I was just like, why? I
0: wish we had seen it together. I love seeing you angry. Uh, They all fight. Final girl pulls a gun on teacher, cop girl suddenly turns up. She pulls her gun on final girl, stuff happens. I do like this bit when this prop box gets chucked over and all the guns get mixed up. So that was pretty good, So yeah. silly, all their hands are just like <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: But you knew, you knew the gold, you knew the gold, right? You remembered the golds?
0: Yes, 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 yeah, well in the Hilton, yeah. And then she delivers the line, those who can't do, teach.
1: Oh, God. And it just, <laughs> it kills him. He gets so angry.
0: He gets really angry. He goes, he goes in, in for a hug. hug.
1: <laughs> yeah, he goes in for a hug.
0: <laughs> she shoots him while he's hugging her. Arsehole director somehow still alive. Rich kid somehow still alive. Why? <laughs> we don't know. Trevor alive. <laughs> and then as like, people are turning up, cop is turning and says about Final Ghost. that's my sister, baby. She's a whole lot of woman. <laughs> mm.
1: I liked I liked Reese again. I only didn't like her when she I I didn't like her in the middle. I liked I, I liked her that. in the beginning and the end.
0: No, I hate it. That I, ended, that line is no, terrible. I, I It's like fucking her. terrible. I like her. Her character's terrible, her acting is but I mean everyone's acting in this is terrible. Like everyone's just so cartoonish. It's, it's obviously script and acting and directing problems all combined into a beautiful whole. <laughs> Mm. of weirdness uh the hitchcock award goes to travis who's not around he's dead so what the fuck about this pa i hear you asking don't worry he's still watching but wait he has a sniper rifle rent a cop (gasps) sees him to shout some other garbage and then we find out it's another fake out film set we are in the filming of her proper urban legend movie now and then we pan past rich guy who's on the phone (laughs) That's maybe my favorite line in the whole movie. He says, I'm her agent and I'm telling you, we aren't taking anything less than a three picture deal. (laughs) And then the camera just, what is this film's obsession with three picture deals? Maybe that's what they were hoping to
2: get. After she this. is
1: just so happy. She's so happy that she's making a film about all her friends that just got murdered. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sorry, but if that really happened, I don't think you'd be that happy.
0: Hey, look, she's gonna get a three picture deal. She's she's over the moon.
1: Well, hide the happiness because it's just rude.
0: Just pretend at least pretend to yeah. be
1: sad.
0: like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. That's the end of the movie. However, there's a little. Or is of it? That's, that's insane, insane. The professor still alive, but zoned out. Is he? I don't know. He's like brain dead or something. He's in. He's just uh, he's just lost his mind now, and he's been wheelchaired off by an uncredited actor. It's the killer curly haired girl from the first. Oh my film. god! She's I now love a her. Nurse. Rebecca yeah. Gayhart.
1: She looks good.
0: She looks into the fucking camera. camera and then do you know what's worse than the cheesiness of looking into the camera at the end of the The film the theme that they play the theme that they play and the fact that they don't cut she looks into the camera and then continues with the scene which (laughs) is insanity because she broke the fourth wall and then returned back to being within the scene
1: I liked it
0: and it goes on for ages. ages and the credits are rolling and then you're like looking at, at this the wheel. spinning wheel and you're oh something's going to happen. Yeah,
1: nope. but no nothing happens. I know. <laughs> I know. I stayed I looked at that freaking wheel the whole time too. I was just like okay. Is something going to happen or am I just going to look at this fucking spinning wheel?
0: Oh, that's that's the end.
1: Yay. The, uh,
0: the director's gets a little cameo in he's a patient in the final scene.
1: Oh, cool. That's cute.
0: So this movie guys opened at number 1 Domestically remember With...
2: I said it was a pretty measly
0: year <laughs> no you're not wrong because it only had a mere gross of eight point five million when it opened at number one. Uh, it went on to become a complete flop, um, even though it opened at number one and the p a you might have questions about him, Kevin, he was based on an actual student at u s c where John Oatman, the director, Paul Harris Baldman, and Scott Derrickson, the writers all attended so he's
2: he's probably still in the rafters at u s c
0: just quoting lines (laughs) Uh, so that's it guys that's it we're gonna tease a little bit about next week but before we get to that how do we all feel I feel like we've all given it quite a lot of shit but maybe we didn't hate it as much as we feel Urban Mm. Legends final cut Alex let's start with you
2: yeah what did I like well I said it earlier I started off liking the final girl just because I felt that her acting was not as over the top as everyone else. And I was like, oh, she's kind of grounding a little bit more, making it a bit more understated. But then as it went on, I was like, actually, no, there's not really much going on. That's, that's the problem. <laughs> I would rather that she went over the top and emote something uh, that would um, not really do anything. But like we were talking about, the character was maybe a bit more sort of forward thinking than our final girl in the last film which was kind of cool, but as forward thinking as she was, she kept coming up, she kept being confronted with the obstacles of prick guys that said demeaning lines that we all laughed at, which was just insane. Other than that, I thought the whole, you know, the first one was by no means perfect and we certainly collectively, I don't think, rated it to some of the other ones we've seen, 90 slashes, but it had a really, I think, First of all, it had a, a pretty likable cast, I thought, the the first one. But the premise itself was very simple, which I liked. The kind of through line of of this kind of urban legend, copycat killer um, was just very clear. And the fact that we did have this nice, again, simple but, but weighted backstory about our final goal being involved in an accidental uh, death was interesting. Whereas here, I felt all the kind of choices... Her, her backstory was really weak. The reveal of the teacher and his reasonings for do it, doing it were just really weak and just didn't feel strong enough to... A reason for, for someone to go and kill a bunch of people. <laughs> Why not just pick up a camera and make another film? Make a better one. <laughs> just because your student film sucked shouldn't have meant the end of you anyway. As I said earlier, the constant references right from the get-go to Hitchcock, I think was just a shot in the foot for these guys like why sort of reference something that you were never going to elevate yourselves to it just highlighted the flaws of this film and the standard of it even more yeah I had something else that I was going to say but I, I can't remember I think it was just yeah it 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 was a big it was a big miss it's certainly not the worst film I've ever seen but not not good enough to to sort of make me feel excited about this franchise. Yeah. Would you
0: watch this again or Seed of Chucky again? I would probably watch
2: Seed of Chucky before I watch this because at least oh, th- with that, it is silly and it knows it's silly and I can laugh at it and with it. Whereas it's funny because I think you said this at the start hour with this film they had intended to make a wackier version, but it feels like it's taking itself very seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh it just never it's just it's it's a real mess. It's a real mess. With like maybe a couple of cool bits. Have you sort of got a, do you know
0: what's happening next week? You haven't seen Bloody Mary, have you?
2: I haven't seen it. I've seen I've seen some pictures uh and some posters. And I'm and I'm very excited because it <laughs> it looks it looks so silly just from the posters and pictures I've seen. So I I'm, I'm actually very very excited about it
0: are you hoping for more of the same are you hoping for something a little different
2: I'm hoping at this point something something a little different you know obviously it's going to play on the Bloody Mary urban legend so I guess it's just going to stick with that maybe then that means it's going to be more spooky and supernatural which are the kind of horror films that scare me the most but the fact that it did go straight to, to DVD is a worrying sign <laughs> Isn't Especially it? after watching um I'll always know you did oh, last yeah. summer. Same era. I
0: think it was like the same kind of time, wasn't it? It was made. Um Yeah. So Christina. yeah, overall a pretty weak oh, film. Pretty weak. Christina.
1: You know, I, I liked the first one a lot better than this one. The first one I just I was I liked the characters. I was able to connect with them a lot more. Um they were just a lot more interesting and Welcoming and warm, and I don't know. There's just something fun about the this one was. Just, I don't know. You know, it's true. <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah. I've definitely seen worse. It's. It wasn't that bad. But it, it, if you come, just in comparison to the first one, I really liked the first one so much, and I was so hoping that the second one would have that same energy and that same feeling and. And the first one just made a lot more sense. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. Alex, you are saying the story was a lot simpler, but it it worked that way. um, Oh, yeah. I was saying that like in a positive way. No, yeah, in a positive way. Yeah. And it was just so much better. And I feel like this kind of like didn't have anything to do with the first one besides, I don't know, Reese and at the end and (laughs) the urban legend, but they didn't really do much with that. I don't know. I just... I didn't really care for it at all. (laughs) I
0: love
1: it. I don't want to watch it again.
2: I love that when they probably sat around as they were writing this or planning it out, that they decided that Reese would be
0: the. the I know. Well, I think there were like two films forward. Yeah.
1: I was so happy that she was there.
0: Do you want Reese back for the third one, Christina? Yeah. Or you're hoping. Yeah.
1: At this point, I
2: would be really happy with her back too. Yes.
1: She has to be in the third one. And also, I think the third one should be. Um, it should be the two killers, the one from the first one. Since they're together mm. right now, they should Ooh,
2: know there we go. I like get that. back
1: together to do something for the third one. I mean, why not? Like why show them at the end together if, why if not? nothing's going to happen? But oh, I seeing. have a feeling that maybe nothing's going to happen. And also, it's just, I, why do these? Trilogies, like, why does it always get progressively worse? Like, shouldn't it get progressively better?
0: No, that's not the general role of sequels.
1: No. Well, that's what I thought.
0: Why would it get better?
1: Why not?
0: <laughs> Touche, yeah. because
1: you already have this first film that did so well, that's so iconic. Um, yeah, but
0: that's the problem is like, you can't from that, it's very hard with it's just so hard to, to know where to build to because you have to think like the platform is like you're either them repeating or you have to go bigger, or you have to, like, you know, do you continue with the same character? It's really tough. Like, it's very, very mm. tough when you actually look at the formatting of how to do sequels with this stuff, which is why Scream was kind of interesting because Nev stayed throughout all four of them. That's very unusual.
1: Yeah, actually, now watching all of these films, I'm noticing that it, the ones that are better are the ones that keep the original characters.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's very, very hard to do that. It's very hard to, you know, most people don't want to be in a sequel because it's seen as a black mark, you know? And then I want to be more, in a sequel. And then you have more and more lore that you've got to contain, contend with, you know? You've got to, like, tick... And that's why they end up... If you watch, like, the Halloweens or something like that, mm-hmm. or Friday the 13th, you'll see the mess you get into as you gradually get through of, like, oh, but fuck, it's like, we need to reset. I see. Going
2: on what you were saying there, Christina, about, yeah, the ones that carry on with characters from the retrospectives that I've done I find that yeah the ones that I've really attached to and even if the films are bad you oh, still yeah, want to see ones, that like, yeah like Scream and then Chucky as well where you kind of Chucky becomes this weird sort of lovable character but the franchise <laughs> as a whole there's like a, a cool attachment mm. yeah and same with Scream just because there is that kind of well, you, you, with, you, you get attached
0: I think yeah. I think with mm-hmm. Scream it works because you have those, the same protagonist you have different killers each time Mm-hmm. Um, every other slasher film, you're going to have the same villain, but different protagonists each time, for the most part, anyway. Yeah. So that's like, it's an, it's an interesting thing here. We've got different protagonists and different killers. It's like, that doesn't work for a series. Like, you need yeah. something to stay. Um, and, and neither side and- stays, <laughs> other than Reese,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is a problem. Like, it is a problem. It's yeah. like, okay, we're not coming, again, like you're saying, yeah, normally a sequel's going to be sillier. It's not going to be as good, but it can be more fun. Which I think is definitely true of like Final Destination Two and Planet Like Even Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and many of these things. But you, they, they kind of yeah, they throw both out the window. Like I will say, okay, so for me with this movie, I've really ripped into it in this podcast. I don't think it's that bad. Like I think it's very adequately yes. shot <laughs> mm-hmm. and adequately made. Mm-hmm. I think the writing. I think there are some things it actually does slightly better than the first one. Yeah, including having a more interesting character for the final girl. I just don't think the way she's directed, written, you know, I think the story beats are better, you know, for her, but not the actual performance or directing or anything like that. So a couple of the kills are good fun. Like, I think that genuinely, like that first bathtub scene and going out the window, there's nothing like that in the first film that's that kind mm-hmm. of traditional slasher, and I enjoy that a lot. Even the bit where she's being chased by him from the from the sound booth and stuff, like, I think that's perfectly, you know, adequate fun. Uh, it's It's made you know just like on autopilot by professionals if you know what i mean there's no like director expression going on there there's no interesting shots or ideas but it's all made totally fine and to be clear like i could see i've sat through this movie quite a few times and when i sat for it yesterday it wasn't like a struggle to get through it you know it's breezy it's quick you know it's, it's mm-hmm. it was t- it wasn't a chore and i've watched movies where i'm just like oh my god to, i've got to get through this to review it yeah. um, no it was I,
1: I agree with that It it was pretty breezy Mm -hmm.
0: but it was like watching a tv soap opera that occasionally had a couple of like cool kills in there and that's it and then you get to the end you're like yeah no no, that made any fucking sense because it's all just melodrama bullshit essentially i think it's a shame because i do think the killer could have been cool if they'd made it more focused and i do think it's like you look at the scream sequels you look at i i still know what you did last summer which I'm going to be interested in a couple of weeks time when we get to our wrap ups and we have got to order all of these because some of them is like, oh, I don't know what's going to go in front of what. But this isn't that far off. Like it's not that far off. It's just the extra mm-hmm. like 10% makes all the difference. Like the extra refining of character motivations, the extra refining for your casting decisions, the extra refining for having, you know, interesting director decisions, all those extra 10% in each department are what would have made this, yeah, a Scream 2 or something like that. I don't think it's a million miles away, but it feels like a million miles away just because everything's slightly dialed out. And it's a real shame.
2: Yeah. Like the whole postmodern thing in this, I think, could have worked and been really cool. Yeah. But the fact that it's. It just kind of misses the, misses the target. And so it just feels like a tired trope from that time.
0: Yes. And again, I got this is the film that makes me understand how, how the people who hate 90 slashes feel when they're watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. They feel mm-hmm. like I did when I was watching this, I think, you know? Yeah. I will say where I find it inexcusable is when you learn the budget was the same as the first one $14 million. Like, this is a film where it's like, if you told me this was four to six million or something, then I might go, oh, yeah, that's pretty good you know, but for $14 million without not even adjusted for inflation, fuck off. That's crazy. (laughs) That's absolutely crazy. Stop building paper mache towers. And and bells. And just focus on your movie. It's crazy. Like this should have been so much better for $14 million. But yeah, it's fine, I guess. I mean, it's bad. But if you really like slashes, it's not the worst. Next week then, Guys, we're going to get to our last episode. We've already come to the end of the road. On the i know so Urban you did so excited. Urban Legends, Bloody Mary. We'll do a quick little sign off of that at the end. Until then, again, please go to We Are Geeks on the iTunes. Please subscribe and rate to us. Rate to us. <laughs> um, you can write us any feedback by going to com or by typing in mail at WeirdGeeks.com or fuck you at WeirdGeeks.com. You can talk to me on all the social medias and on the Xbox. Mr. Our White. And you can learn about uh, my first feature film, Starfish, by going to starfishmixtape.com. Find out where it's playing. It's going to be on VOD, end of May 28th, 2019. So if you're past that date, then please go check us out. Uh, You can support us by buying or renting it or just writing nice things. Do it. Alex, what about you, buddy?
2: Yeah, you can reach out to me and find me on Instagram and Twitter at AlexanderChard.
1: And I am on Instagram and Twitter too, Alex. I know, you added me
0: recently. (laughs) Oh my
1: God. Underscore, hi, Christina, H-I, Christina. Mm -hmm.
0: You're not hi, Christina?
1: I'm not Mm hi.
0: Next week, guys, Bloody Mary. I've heard what you both said. I don't want to like lead too many tantalizing things. But yes, we are going straight to DVD. We are going to be dealing with the urban legend that is Bloody Mary. It's all right there in the title and do i want to spoil that
1: what not? are you gonna do
0: i mean i can spoil a non-spoiler fisherman zombies coming back
1: <laughs> a zombie again
0: all i can say is christina maybe don't get your hopes up for returning reese that's all i want to say <laughs> 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 i don't want no. you watching the whole film just waiting for her. she's gonna show up any moment guys any moment <laughs> now Reese is gonna pop in we'll, we'll be next back next friday with that until then we are out geeks
1: geeks geeks